Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Foam! Yes, foam. Uh, It would not be a Patrick Troughton 60s episode without foam. Uh, And we start episode six of The Web of Fear with foam knocking over furniture. Ah, I love it. It's so good. Um, Evans and staff run down the tunnel. Uh, They've got to warn the others about the foam. Sorry, the fungus. Um, (laughs) Evans doesn't want to, but staff says he'll be disobeying a a direct order. Um, So he does. He disobeys a direct order and just runs off. Staff is furious. Um, The voice-controlled Yeti uh, almost knocks Anne and the doctor over, so the doctor tells it to stop. And the doctor says everyone must be a suspect. Nobody should know about their controlled Yeti. Um, So the doctor orders it to stay for a minute and then resume intelligence control until told otherwise. So then no one knows that they've got a Yeti that they can control. Uh, Jamie and uh, Colonel Lethbridge-Stewart catch up with the doctor and Anne. Um, They say Victoria and Travers are okay and they're at Piccadilly and they explain that Staff Sergeant Arnold went into the fungus and came out somehow. Uh, the doctor says when they get back to headquarters, they'll try and increase the range of the control unit. Um, the Yeti that was being controlled wakes up and two other Yeti appear behind it with their web guns and they all march off down the tunnel. Uh, Star finds the doctor and, uh, the gang and tells them about the fungus taking over HQ. Um, and then they're cornered by Yeti. Ah! Um, Evans hides as a Yeti walks past him. (laughs) And then he bumps right into one. He's cornered by two of them. Oh. And then he tries to explain that he's a driver and probably not worth their time to murder. This is like crazy comedy Welsh scenes. Um, and the Yeti pick him up uh, by his elbows. So he's like suspended and carried down the corridor. He is so much fun. I love him. Um, the Yeti heard the rest of the humans down a tunnel and uh, staff said he's going to make a break for it. So Colonel Lethbridge-Stewart trips over. Um, and everyone, as everyone's fussing over him and the Yeti are going, uh, staff slips away. Um, now they're in the control room of the great intelligence. Oh, I see. 
why they had to destroy headquarters with foam is because they needed the space in the studio for this place. <laughs> um, so someone's sneaking in. We can't really see who it is, but they're not wearing an armor uniform. So it really can only be Chorley. <laughs> like, unless there's a new character who's coming into it in the last episode. Um, Travers and Victoria are ushered by Yeti into the room with the big glass pyramid. Uh, Travis says, it's different. This must be the machine the intelligence is going to use on the Doctor. Um, uh, Travis says, the Doctor has no choice. Like, to save Victoria, he will submit. And Victoria's like, no, he can't. Um, the intelligence comes on the loudspeaker to say, they can't interfere. He loves his little loudspeaker business. Like, I mean, he's on the loudspeaker. So surely the only, the way to work out where the intelligence is, is he's where you do the announcements at the train station. <laughs> Although, like, in Victoria, they did have a guy just wandering around on the train platform with a, a wireless microphone making the announcements, which was, you know, like he was doing a stand-up set. It was weird. Um, anyway. <laughs> Intelligence is on the loudspeaker going, you can't interfere. This is uh, when Travis starts to have a pity party. Uh, he thinks it's all happening because of me. It was my tampering. Oh, I've caused all of this. Um, at Piccadilly Circus on the platform, uh, the doctor is playing his recorder. Uh, good on him. Toot, 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 toot. Uh, the doctor tells Jamie he isn't sure which is his Yeti. <laughs> He's lost, he's lost sight of it because one of them, though, is voice controlled. So he gives Jamie the voice control microphone. Um, and uh, then we see staff uh, traipsing down a tunnel when Chorley appears. Uh, I told you it was Chorley. And he said he's been stuck down in the tunnel for ages, but stuck there so long, his uh, bow tie has come skewiff and it's just sort of hanging there loosely. Um, the. Uh, stuff uh oh he says he couldn't get out of the the tunnels uh couldn't get out to the surface because everything was locked um and then he found his way into like that big machine in piccadilly where we saw him just before and staff's like why didn't the yeti get me um then they head off down a tunnel uh the doctor tells Anne he won't use the control box to help them escape because he wants to face down the intelligence um, Colonel Lethbridge-Stewart says the Yeti haven't noticed Jamie sneaking off and says, look, it's ultimately your decision, Doctor, but, you know, we have to think of Anne and Victoria's safety. I've got to think of the women. Um, I mean, Anne's done more than anyone, really. <laughs> She's done, she did more than Captain Knight. <laughs> um, then the Yeti bring Evans in and dump him on the ground. Hilarious. Uh, the Colonel said, it sounds like he deserted. And he goes, no, 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 I was mounting a one-man rescue of Travis and Victoria. Oh, you were not. Um... <laughs> the uh, Yeti round them all up and march them off And this is when Jamie pops out of a box that he's been hiding in uh, Possibly a rubbish bin Ew. Um, The doctor clicks his control button to stop the Yeti uh, in a tunnel Where he's alone with them um, and they're Because they've brought him this natty space hat uh, <laughs> It's got cables coming out of it So he clicks his control box, stops the Yeti And then starts fiddling about with the space hat and then pops it on his head and restarts the Yeti. Um, Anne is reunited with her dad, very excited. Victoria wants to know where the Doctor and Jamie are. 
uh, and Jamie is uh, meanwhile on the platform because Victoria said his name, so we have to see what he's doing. Um, he's on the platform calling the Yeti with his with microphone thing and one comes down the tunnel and he beckons it forward and then he's telling it to raise its right arm, raise its left arm. It doesn't do any of those things. And then he's like, oh, well, whatever. And he gets back on the platform and then the Yeti attacks him. <laughs> Um, in the control center, it is very smoky. They've gone a little bit crazy on the smoke machine. They've uh, traded in their foam machine for a smoke machine. Um, it's very smoky. Uh, a Yeti marches in the door uh, um, and he's got the doctor with his funny hat. Um, and the doctor says, everything's under control. Everything's okay. Uh, the intelligent makes an announcement over the loudspeaker again. Um, and the Colonel Lethbridge steward is like, show yourself. And the intelligence is like, you'll see soon enough. Uh, then Chorley enters. Oh my God. And he goes, I'm not the intelligence. Uh, the intelligence is him. Um, and we see like a figure coming out of a corridor from behind. He's got a natty space helmet on as well. It's Staff Sergeant Arnold. Oh my God. He's the intelligence. And then Jamie's marched in. Um, a Yeti grabs Jamie around the throat and the staff, who's now the intelligence, says, you know, unless the doctor cooperates, he'll be, he'll be snap his neck. Um, the doctor says, release him or I refuse. So the Yeti lets Jamie go and the doctor gets into the pyramid machine. Um, and staff, the great intelligence, plugs a cable into the doctor's helmet. And he says, soon your mind will be absorbed by the great intelligence. And the doctor just wants it over and done with. Um, the intelligence says, you must submit totally or I'll punish your friends. Um, Jamie it chooses this moment to order his Yeti to attack the other Yeti and Staff Arnold. Um, the doctor says, you don't understand. I've got to stay. And Jamie tears a strip off the pyramid and there's a huge explosion. The Yeti all bashing each other. Staff's being choked by the Yeti. Um, then after the explosion, there's, there's like... All of the Yeti are lying dead on the ground. And the doctor is furious. He calls Evans a Welsh idiot. <laughs> and he says he had it all worked out. And he goes, even though it looks as if we've won, we haven't. The doctor said he'd crossed the wires and he would have drained the intelligence. Um, and Anne explains it to everyone. She goes, oh, so the intelligence is still out in space flying around. Uh, and then they find poor... Uh, now dead, Staff Sergeant Arnold, and he's all burned from the trauma of having been possessed by the intelligence or choked by a Yeti. Um, anyway, uh, Chorley, the reporter, starts telling the doctor, oh, this is amazing. By, by the morning, you'll be a household word. So uh, the doctor quickly runs away with Jamie and Victoria and Chorley wants Anne to explain the TARDIS to him. Does it really travel in space and time? Um in a tunnel, the doctor can't work out which way the TARDIS is. Uh, and he's like, I'm worried they might start the trains again. And then they're like, oh, the trains! And so they'll just start running and the credits roll. Oh, my God, what a hoot. This episode is such a hoot. It is uh, lots and lots of fun. Um, uh, so, yeah, I don't know if you've watched it on the, the Blu-ray or the... The Brit Box, or you've got your own copy on DVD from the last time it came out. Or like, I, got, I think I've still got the iTunes copy from when it came out in 2013 when they first found it. Um, anyway, let's have a recap of how we feel about it in the next episode. And then Peter's watched it. So we're going to get possibly a putrid recap. Hey. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.